show up when you say you're gonna show up, do what you say you're gonna do and fix some shit when you break it, you're better than nine out of 10 roofing companies. Reputation is extremely valuable. Like, yeah, I don't really, I don't need to make money on every job. I just yeah. need to do a lot of jobs. Yeah. Pick what we thought were successful businesses and we don't wanna break the successful business. Mm -hmm. So we want the entrepreneur to continue to do what they do and run their business. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast and today I have the pleasure of having on Aaron Bible. How you doing, Aaron? Good. Options Exteriors, recently acquired by? Uh, O2 Capital Partners. O2 Capital Partners. We're talking about how to get acquired, but we're also talking about the principles of getting acquired are also just good for your business, right? A lot of the things that they look at, the people that are acquiring companies, they're looking for healthy companies. Yeah, they're looking for people that actually have a real business. So these are good principles in general, whether you want to get acquired or not. But we're also going to talk about the different types of roll-ups that are going on. Because I think that this is an interesting topic. You were just saying, um, yours is a, what is it, integration light? Yeah, like we pick what we thought were successful businesses and we don't want to break the successful business. Mm -hmm. So we want the entrepreneur to continue to do what they do and run their business. And then they're going to let the leaders of those uh, do whatever they want to do together. So, I love it. And so you are still the CEO. Of options, yes. Of options, okay. And we're not going to talk numbers, because you said I'm not allowed to. Well, no, I mean, I can talk numbers, but well, I just don't, well, don't want to focus going, on. Our, our hold call is Strong House Solutions. Okay, yeah. So it was Capcom Holdings, as they were the original yep. acquisition of the platform, but yep. our platform is uh, Strong House Solutions. Okay. And um, so we got integration light. What are the other models out there? Can we talk about each of the different models? Um, some people are investing more in software and, like, you know, systems. Yeah. So like uh, Apple, like they're, I know, putting a ton of money into software development. And like I've seen that and I've seen both sides of it. It's mm -hmm. an expensive endeavor. Yep. And we're not prioritizing things like that. Okay. You know, they're going to eventually rebrand, I think, everyone Apple. Yep. You know, we're keeping our unique brands, you know, and we'll figure out, you know, that's not a number one priority. That's something we'll sure. figure out, you know, years from now. So I, I see the benefits of both sides. And then on the other side, you have like roofing.com, which is like franchise model. So they'll they'll kind of create a larger umbrella, but they're I think that they're you know under the roofing.com brand. Um, are there any other ones? Are there any other ma major models that you see out there? I mean, we could even go into uh, legacy restoration here. Yeah. You know, even in like how they run the business. You know, there's people acquiring people, then people even how they run the business, and then there's yeah. retail and storm. You know, we're doing both. Yeah. You know. It seems I like all the biggest ones do both. Eventually, you know, yeah. but, but no one that I don't think's ever perfected yeah. how to do both together successfully. Yeah, you know, sure. you're either storm focused or uh, retail focused, mm -hmm. and like we've some of two of the three companies we've acquired are retail focused, mm -hmm. so that gives us some diversification. So just to give a little background here, Aaron has a lot of accounting in his his background, and um, I mean I watched the Dimitri uh, conversation, so you also had done some like call center stuff before um, you were you were involved in the leadership of call center or you were doing call so center? so like original undergrads in finance and econ went to go work on like for a brokerage house doing uh, stock like financial advising mm -hmm. and got laid off when the market crashed okay. went back to school got my master's in accounting job market still stuck in 2010 mm -hmm. I had some guys that uh, sold like trinkets and trash yeah. so like we would sell like remember silly bands yeah you know, like the rubber bands that changed shape. Yeah. We sold five millions of dollars worth of them to grocery stores really? and Crazy. Walgreens nationwide. Hmm. And I, you know, went to work there and then they laid a 60 off 
six-year-old lady and gave me control of the accounting department. Hmm. And here I am, 23 years old, they give yeah. me these three employees yeah. having yeah. never like really done anything in my life. And like we ended up growing that business to about 20 in the next four years. Interesting. So, and then I kind of tripped and fell into gutters. Boom, and I heard the conversation about that. It wasn't as lucrative as you might have thought. Well, it looks good on paper. Yeah. Like margins are there, but like the actual thing of managing a business, like I like the higher average ticket, mm. and then I like the, the you know, repeatability of systems and processes. Absolutely. All right, so what are the things that make for a good acquirable roofing company? Let's give people a little mini masterclass, and these things will be good for your business. So the guy that I own a business with in Gutter Company, he owned a roofing company, mm -hmm. and he used to run his roofing company. He would always look at his, he would, he would pull out a cell phone, Go to his internet banking account and see how much money he had in his account. Mm -hmm. That is not the way to run a business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, they actually have to understand how much money you're making and where your expenses and incomes are. Yeah. And one of the things, like, I've always done since I got into the space is never worry about paying myself and keep investing and growing the business. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of people in the space, you know, they come from the sales background. Yeah. And, like, Every sales guy is pretty the same. It's like, how much am I getting paid and what's my share? Yeah. And you know, the standard model in this industry is 50, 50, 10. Yeah. And uh, the sales guys always want, you know, to take their share out. And when the, when, the, when the sales guy starts running a company, they start thinking of it the same way. Yeah. And they always want their share out in order to build a company. You can't always take your share out. And yeah. like, that shouldn't be the priority. And definitely well-maintained books, which you were doing, uh, you were doing pretty well because you're running that, right? So yeah. Well-maintained books is another one. Um, one thing I hear a lot, like, because, you know, I've got friends in private equity and stuff like that, like, not having a key man problem. That's what, that's what people say. Like, key man problem being, like, it's not too dependent on one personality or one individual. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've always felt like that was a little bit of my problem with my business, like, as far as investability goes. Is because like I, I like it's hinged a little bit on my personality mm -hmm. and like the way we go to market is very much on me. And and like honestly, that's a big part with I think the roofing businesses in space because mm -hmm. it really takes a team. You yeah. know what is the value in a roofing company? Yeah. It's the team and the leaders. Totally. I want <laughs> I want you to tell the story of when you split off from another roofing company where you guys parted ways. I I thought that was really good from the chat that you guys had. Like what happened? What was your mindset versus the other person's mindset? Well, like, you know, it was my first year running a storming company, and I was on cloud nine, having done way better than I ever thought possible. Like, he set a goal of this, and I set a goal of, like, 60% that, mm -hmm. and we doubled his goal. So we had this stellar first year, and, like, you know, he told me he didn't want to be my partner anymore, and he was told me taking the company. Mm -hmm. And, like, the staff was going in between who to pick from, and, like, a lot of them he had brought on, you know, and... You know, so a lot of them went with him or? The Roofing Success Summit is a workshop style conference designed for leaders of roofing companies looking to accelerate growth and gain clarity. You and your leadership team will get the tools you need to navigate the ever changing industry while ensuring your company is growing and operating systematically. We'll be focusing on implementing a proprietary operating system, accelerating growth and clarity and executing leadership and team development. The summit will also have exciting activities, including a day on the slopes, relaxing at the spa, or just hanging out in the beautiful town of Breckenridge. Join us this February 5th through the 8th. Get your tickets now at roofingsummit.com. Well, you know, he was telling them, you got to come with me. And yeah. I sat here and said, you know, I really don't know what I'm doing, but we can figure it out, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm going to pay you. And, you know, people left. 
some of those came back, you yeah. know, and about, we split about half and half. Yeah. And then I feel like my wife came and that's really where the magic happened. Yeah. Because she came out of healthcare. Because yeah. this was all in the beginning of COVID. Sure. And like that first year is options because we were a different name like a couple years previous. Mm -hmm. But that first year is options. Like we opened our office in Iowa and that started blossoming. And we just really, I think in 2020, we sold like 20 some million, mm -hmm. which was really like our explosion on. I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So part of the reason you don't want to talk about money is because you know people don't believe your numbers. Is that part of it? Yeah, like no one believes that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. That's so cool. Like, what was it? I believe you, bro. I mean, in, in 2019, in 2019, I uh, Matt Matt was like the sales manager of a different company. Yep. He is this live? No. No. Oh well. Anyway, Matt was the sales manager of a different company, and he's like, Aaron, start a roofing company with me. Yeah. And we convinced like five, six people to come with us. We had no deal. Yeah. He, I wanted to sell two, three million because I was like, cool, I'm going to make like a few hundred thousand. I'm going to be yeah. cool. He wanted to sell five million to get out of debt. We ended up selling 11 million. I think we collected about seven of it, mm -hmm. which was crazy our first year. Yeah. And then I split it in 20 some of my own. I only collected yeah. 17 that next year, but which is still crazy. <laughs> Why should I not have a roofing company? So much luck. It's so much people. Like yeah. I don't know how I've been able to recruit. Because I love, I do love the roofing industry, and I do like serving it. And people ask me that sometimes. They're like, "Well, why don't you have one? You seem to be really into it. Like, why would you not do that?" Because I will tell you, marketing industry is not quite the gold rush in the same way. It's kind of, it's a little crowded. There's a lot of people. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I just look at the people I've recruited, these yeah. hires I've made, yeah. like Bob. Bob, I worked with at the telemarketing company. Yeah. I was the accountant of that telemarketing company. Sure. I remember writing him his W-2 for $1.2 million in 2012. Yeah. But he sold Walmart like $19 million straight commission over the phone. Oh my God. So like he earned every bit of it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like that Bob's 60 now. Yeah. And like he, we taught him how to sell roofs. And then I was like, Bob, I want you to teach all these young people how to sell. Yeah. And like Bob's just like this tenacious 60-year-old guy yeah, on the phone and like doesn't know shit about roofing really, yeah. but... You know, at the end of the day, it's just customer service. Yeah. Like I just like when I was using when I was talking to private equity, this is what I always say. I just said, if you show up when you say you're going to show up, do what you say you're going to do, and fix some shit when you break it. You're better than nine out of ten roofing companies because they can't run a real business. Yeah. <laughs> like it just do basic sort of like. And there's a lot of those little like instances too. Like it's also like one out of two roofing companies answers the phone. Yeah, and like and, and, and like I think of like one of my favorite stories is to tell is John Booms. Like I'll never forget John Booms to the day of my life. Like I hired this crew. We were gonna upgrade his roof. He was gonna pay twenty five thousand dollars out of pocket to upgrade his asphalt roof to standing seam. I hired a crew. Our metal crew was behind. I was gonna have another crew tear it off. And my metal crew was gonna come behind. Hired a crew to tear it off. They didn't do a good job drying it in, and then it leaked four days straight. Hmm. And like I had to re-sheetrock the dude's garage, repaint all the ceilings in his house, mm -hmm. re-insulate it. It was a disaster. Yeah. But like after we did that, a couple weeks later, the guy signed another contract for forty-five thousand dollars <laughs> to put new siding on his house. Nice. Because we cared and fixed it. You yeah. know, I put everyone there as fast as I can because I knew I messed up. Mm -hmm. And like that's all he could expect. And so many people would be like, "Who's gonna pay to fix this?" And like I don't fucking care. Whatever it costs, yep. fix it. Yeah. You know, and some people just don't have that ability to, or yeah. don't. They can't see the the larger picture of like there's really a lot more revenue behind this is if we take care of everybody and we don't get basically reputation is extremely valuable. 
like, yeah, I don't really, I don't need to make money on every job. I just yeah. need to do a lot of jobs, yeah. you know, and like take care of people. And it even comes down to salespeople and taking care of them and like on their jobs. You know, because so many people don't get paid in this industry. Sure. You know, like that is roofing 101. And you talk to people who don't understand roofing, they hear about sales reps. Yeah. Oh, I had a buddy that did that. He didn't get paid. You yeah. hear that time and time sure. again. Yeah. You know, and the companies that actually pay people, yeah. you know, have a tendency to retain people. Because there's so many people, Wild. I'm not going to yeah. state their name, but let's like every single year they have a new staff. And yeah. they're all staff leaves and it's like, then you hear they don't get paid or like, and mm -hmm. there's always two sides to every story. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's true or it's not true, but like our turnover isn't that high. Our yeah. people will stay. So we talked about having clean books. We talked about not having a key man problem. We talked about what else is there? Like, I'm trying to make sure that there's the, we cover everything that would make you acquirable. Because let's say, you know, so your guys' role up might need some more companies. So what else would you like to guide them on at scale here on this podcast if they were thinking about getting acquired in a year? What, what, what would you want if you guys were coming in and swooping somebody up? What would we want? Yeah. We want good companies written by real leaders. You know, we want people still invested. So like one of the differences between us doing, and yeah. some roll-ups is we want our leaders to still be invested. Yeah. You know? So our leaders are sticking around and some leaders plan to exit shortly after the acquisition. Absolutely. I do think other roll-ups and stuff like that do really want that as well. I think like the, the, they're trying to get leaders in, in place and stay. Am I, from what I've been talking, um, basically like people don't want, like there's some people that are out there. First of all, some of you are too small to get rolled up. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't make sense like until you're like past 10 at least. In revenue? Yeah. Yeah. So like in, in. I mean, I would even say like your EBITDA has to be over a million and like we yeah. aren't even looking at people like, a lot of people aren't even looking in that space, but I know some people are looking at smaller. Yeah. And like the bigger you get, the more smaller ones, but we want substantial numbers, I guess. Yeah, I guess I, from what I can tell, it's like oh, 10 is more common, um, like and past that, right? And then people that are on, they're like, I'm burnt out, I need to get out. That's not necessarily, people aren't looking at that. Like I wanna acquire that company where the guy's burnt out. You know what I mean? Generally they want the leaders on for five years. Like people are thinking in five years or at least a couple, right? Like you don't, you don't just get to like sell your company and then just jump out most of the time. Well, well it depends on who you're selling to yeah. and what it looks like. You know, and, and I say most companies have a price, it's just not everyone's agrees on what that price is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, exactly. Like I, I've like said like a big software company in the space talked to us about acquiring us and I was like, literally the number that I would accept is ridiculous and you should not give it to me, you know, for, for what we are. Roofers, you want at least five solid lead gen tactics building chemistry. Let's say you have door knocking, referral systems, job site branding, and you add in aggressive SEO, paid ads, and boom! Mmm, smells like more leads. Hookagency.com. It's like, I wasn't believe I could get acquired when I went down the process. Mm -hmm. But also I just don't want to sell because I love my my logo. I guess that they, a lot of the people acquiring probably wouldn't let me keep all that, but. Who knows, who knows? Who like, knows? You never know. Yeah. Like everyone has different priorities, you yeah. know? For me, it's like I wanted the ability, like some people like predictability and they just want people to grow 15%. Mm -hmm. And we want to grow a lot more than that. You know, yeah. we've grown more than that. My leaders are motivated to grow more than mm -hmm. that. Like we've been on a trajectory. We plan to grow and open more offices next year and continue like, I mean. What would be your dream acquisition? 
If you got, knowing what you know about this particular role, what's a dream acquisition look like? What would they have? Do they have some particular? It's not my job. Yeah. You know, like, you like, like, to, like, okay. like, that's not my job. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I trust the people I partnered with, yeah. and I do what I do. What would you say was good about the way that you guys were acquired that, you know, like, because you do know that, right? Like, you know what was good about what, you, what happened to you. So um, what did you like about it? What was ideal? Well, like, I know I don't have all the answers, and I want to be a part of team of taking this to the next level. Yeah. And, like, I feel like the bigger you are, the more sustainable you are, and the more diversity you have. So being in more markets, doing retail in addition to Storm, mm -hmm. you know, makes this more sustainable. And my whole deal is, since I got into roofing, is this whole thing was too good to be true, mm -hmm. and how to build something real. And, like, one of my criticisms on the Dimitri video that got deleted that I laughed at yeah. was they were calling me the Walmart of roofing. Really? And I was like... That really isn't like a, a negative criticism of yeah. me because like people can have their positives and negatives about Walmart, but when we were talking about wholesale distribution and when Bob yeah. sold stuff to Walmart and us at that small company yeah. and we sold stuff to Walmart, that was life changing for us when we put our product yeah. in Walmart. Sure. You know, how many people go to Walmart for groceries and helps them put food on their table yeah. or how many people have worked at Walmart, you know? And they're fighting the recession with, you know, at scale because they're doing things at scale. They're able to offer lower I mean, prices. I mean, all that I'm saying you're saying is Walmart is the devil. They yeah. have a good place. They're a yeah. big sustainable company that helps people or has yeah. helped people and they've done stuff wrong too. Uh, young roofer, Vanguard. Sam Kohler is also going very quickly. Um, as you guys have done, he looks up to you. I want to say that. Um, so what's up, Sam? He mentioned that you know you talked about your liens that you because you don't feel like you have a hard time collecting, but it's also if you do lien. So like it's it's all state specific, and I believe he's on the East Coast somewhere. Yeah. Not exactly sure where, but Minnesota's a yeah. very liberal state. Yeah. And does a good job of protecting their contractors. Yeah. So they, if you do what you say you're going to do and you fix it, mm -hmm. you can have lien rights to where you can pay off the mortgage and take the house mm -hmm. if you act within a year, or when they go and sell the house if you renew the light the. The lien after seven years, if you keep renewing it every seven years, you will get paid at that closing because mm -hmm. it follows the property. Okay, beautiful. What What is the process of doing that? Like, let's say no one's ever done a lien before. I just have an attorney. You just, I just hire a great attorney. Well, like hire an attorney that specializes in this yeah. and not one that, because they're not super complicated to do, yeah. but have a system and a process. Sure. And maybe Tim Johnson, since he was just on the last podcast. Tim's uh, good. Uh, yeah. Um, so anything else you want to say about liens? Because basically... Well, oh, I thought you were talking about lien, like Six Sigma. Because I feel like that's the key. Systems, <laughs> yeah, processes. Yeah. That too. <laughs> get, get your systems and processes done. But anything else about like, like liens on houses? Anything else you want to share about that? Process? I mean, all that I know is like when we mess something up, you know, our number one priority is not to get paid by the customer. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's an issue not right, mm -hmm. we're going to fix it before even talking to that homeowner about money. And I feel like so many people are so focusing on getting paid from that customer, mm. they're not worried about like fixing it yeah. and fixing their mistake. Sure. You know it sucks, and if you don't have the money, it sucks even more, but being able to afford those things really goes a long way with you know not worrying about filing a lien because at the end of the day that gutter is leaking and the gutter guy's not gonna go climb three stories mm -hmm. to fix a leaky gutter in the snow. Sure. And the homeowner's refusing to pay you half the bill. You know, you know you're gonna fix that gutter. You like like it's just like so, do you really want to lean over that? No. You want to maintain the good customer relationship, but some people don't have that. So it's basically it's more powerful because you don't use it very often. 
No, it's yeah. like like I look at there was a crackhead that spent the money. There was a slumlord up the up north yeah. that didn't pay me, and then there's just been occasionally random people. But like yeah. at the end of the day, like I told you that that I think was on there. Just do the right thing and take care of customers, and you get paid. He did. So so I will tell you this year. I bet we've referred less than twenty files to Tim Johnson this year. Yeah, yeah. that's out of twenty one hundred files yeah. options. So that's less than. One percent, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and like of those files actually needing a lean, I would say we maybe do it on five or six of them, so yeah. it's a quarter of a percent. Yeah, and like if you're having issues collecting one percent of your bills, you should have a higher. Mar- it shouldn't affect your business. It's like one out of four hundred jobs. Yeah. Okay, that's a good kind of perspective, I think, to just help people like frame what the, it's not like you're like the the lean guy out here. You're not <laughs> no. trying to like lean all the time. No, but like there are yeah. those situations. Yeah. And like, there was a guy who didn't want to pay me 50 grand because he thought we were charging too much, but he signed the retail contract and he tried to renegotiate afterwards. And it's like, no. Totally. And um, yeah, retain a good lawyer. That's basically what, that's a big thing. I mean, like, like the the whole thing is, is like the way to get acquired is to build a team. Assemble a team with the right people internally and externally that help you succeed. Absolutely. Because you talked about key men with you and... Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want key men. They want a team. Yeah. And, like, that's, you'd ask what we're trying to do, you know, differently this year and, like, to take it to the next level is we really want to work on developing more leaders mm. because that's how you get more people. You yeah. know, like, someone told me once, like, the key to this is the future's in the new guy mm-hmm. and you need leaders to help build and train more. It's mm. really good. You remember who that was? Yeah, I do. Logan. Logan. Graf. Logan Graff. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he sent me that. Crest? Is that Crest? Yeah, Crest. I think it was like he sent me that in 2020 in the winter, nice. and I'll never forget that. That's really good. Um, that's cool that you guys know each other. Um, so let's say, what do you think the future of options is? Do, are you guys going to keep that name for the foreseeable future? And what, is, what are the next few iterations look like? What are, you, what are you excited about? What are you going towards here? So, you know, we're going to continue to grow options. We're going to focus on the upper Midwest. You know, we're looking at the surrounding states of here. Um, You know, we want to bring our model. You know, we don't care about collecting deposits, no money down. We want to talk about doing the right thing and taking care of our customers and not being the fly-by-night. You know, so many people have such a negative reputation on storm chasers and roofing contractors just in the news or in, you know, every hailstorm hits some town. It's like, be careful of the people knocking on your doors and the roofers. And it's how do you rise above? And it's... You know, take care of the customers and do the right thing. And Ask those stations who their biggest advertisers are. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. Um, hey, I want to know more about um, what you're, what, what are you trying to promote right now? Are, uh, what, if a company was interested in being acquired by you, is there anything like that or no? Not right now. No, I mean, what I want to do is like, there's so many people in the space that like don't take care of people. Mm-hmm. And I want to let them know that we take care of people, you know, and we're going to continue to do that. I mean, like what's really cool I think I might lose my mind. We're bringing 63 people to Mexico the first week of January. That's cool. Uh, I mean, like, I can't believe I'm taking that many people on my company trip. It's going to be wild. Nice, yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, well, thank you for joining. Uh, option, is it, what's the uh, .com? Optionsexteriors.com? Correct. Optionsexteriors.com. The podcast is put on by hookagency.com. Hook agency all over social. And uh, appreciate you guys watching and listening. Bye.